the only true currency in this bankrupt world is what you share with someone else when you're uncool. She said that every living creature on Earth dies alone. Hey. It's bad dog Hope is a good thing. Maybe the best of things. And no good thing ever dies. I'm The more you know who you are and what you want, the less you know. Things upset you. I've had a rough year, Dad. You want an unwritten life? I want an unwritten life. I just don't know what I'm supposed to be. I think you just gotta find something you love to do and then do it for the rest of your life. Conversation anyway. That works. Yeah. Looks like normal. Yeah. Good deal. So, was it been three weeks? <laughs> yeah. I, since before my birthday, right? I think right before. Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah, that happened. I turned 40. Lordy, lordy. <laughs> I hate that stuff. But at the same time, it amuses me because it's like The Office made into real life. Yeah. I don't like some days I don't mentally I don't feel 40. But then like I walked the other day to take the garbage to the dumpster and check my mail and then walk back. And there's a really big hill back up to my apartment. Mm -hmm. I got back. I was like, I'm probably going to die before I turn 65. Well, I hope not. Well, the 25 more years of friendship, that's pretty good. Because I felt horrible, and it's not even like half a mile. <laughs> I used to could walk four miles a day. But you said it's a hill, though, right? Yeah, but That's still. different. Uh, I was so out of breath when I got to the top of the hill. <sighs> I got to do something about that. What are you going to do about it? I don't know. I, I say I'm going to exercise, but then I never do. I bought a pair of boots so I could start hiking the trails behind my house. Haven't been once. So I'm just, Well, I'm I just hard. started doing couch to 5K. How's that going? I was great the first week, and then last week I was in Memphis, and every one of my plans just got kept getting waylaid by work stuff. Like, I was supposed to have some nights free and... Uh, my schedule was a little less tight during the work day than my coworkers and hotel was real close to work. So I could walk. And so I was hoping to like delay it, but then they were like be attached at the hip and come with us to everything and just sort of threw everything off for me. So I didn't get to do it last week. So I'm going to start, I'm going to continue this week, but I'm going to just basically hit reset and start back at the first week. So, cause I just feel like I lost momentum missing a whole week, yeah. but I've been doing these like stretches. I have the stretches app. This sort of I'm doing three things in conjunction. I'm doing couch to 5K, this app about stretching, um, and then this app about getting to do 100 push-ups. Um, and so I'm working on the – I have not stopped the push-ups and the stretching because those it's very easy to do in, like, your hotel room, basically. Right. Um, and so I kept those up, and that's been good. Um, but the couch to 5K, I, I just – bad week being out of town. And so um, I'm catching up, starting my running again tomorrow. That's cool. It's three days a week. It's not terrible um, the way they do it and the setup is. And so it's three days a week. So it's easy to kind of be flexible within seven days. So you just have to take a day off between things. So I'm going to start on Tuesday. Kind of go that route. Maybe that would, I don't know if even that would get me motivated at this point. Like I just, when I come home, all I can think about is all the things I could be doing like playing Spider-Man or playing Burnout Paradise or watching whatever TV show I didn't watch the night before or have been meaning to catch up on or I, I need to just join a gym and go walk on a treadmill because I can watch TV while I walk on a treadmill. Yep, that's true. So I, I binge watched two entire seasons of two different shows this weekend. Holy that's crap, what'd you watch? I did. Um, I watched all of Turn Up Charlie. Is that the name of it? With it sounds right. I haven't seen it. It is fantastic. I thought that was a, that was a movie. He's a DJ. Oh, yeah. Oh, I thought that was a movie this whole time. No, it's and it's very short. It's six or eight episodes, um, and they're about twenty to twenty-five minutes. Um, it is fantastic. It is incredibly sweet. 
um, doesn't really pull any punches, mm-hmm. uh, which is nice. Um, although it does take the precocious child thing like to a level that's like, well, maybe no kids that precocious, but then I don't know. I don't know any celebrities kids. So they probably are that. Well, no, I don't know. I've seen enough videos with, uh, uh, Jada. No, what's her name? The Smith kids. Yeah. Jaden and, uh, Willow. The, Willow. Yeah. Whip my hair back and forth to know that like, <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> celebrities kids are, are assholes. <laughs> Right. So, <laughs> or can be, not all of them. They can be. Um, so, yeah, maybe it's on point. I don't know. But it, it's really, really good. And then on Sunday, I binged watch all of the new season of uh, Santa Clarita Diet, which. Which I know you like, right? Uh, it's, it's ridiculous how much I enjoy it, but it's, it's, it's visual candy. Like, not okay. that it, it's. It, it means absolutely nothing. I get nothing of substance from watching it. And when I'm done with it, I couldn't even tell you what happened. But I enjoy watching it so much while I'm watching it. <laughs> yeah, it's I've got shows like that, but I can't think of them offhand. But it shows that I know that once I finish them, I probably couldn't tell you a single plot point. But that I enjoyed myself, if that makes sense. Yeah. Um, I mean, Timothy Oliphant is so charming. Handsome. It's it's unbelievable. (laughs) And all the guest stars that the show had, like uh, uh, Joel McHale has been in the last couple of seasons here and there. Uh, Does he play like Timothy Oliphant's younger brother or something? No. Because they could totally be related. He plays another real estate agent and they don't like each other. So everything's really combative. But in a, uh, like, they're faux nice to each other until it escalates to the point where they just start calling each other dickhead and asshole. (laughs) It's so great. Um, Nathan Fillion was in the first few seasons. And this is kind of a spoiler, although it happens pretty early on in season one. It's fine. He dies. He gets killed. She eats him. Okay. And then are part of him because she's a zombie. If you don't know the plot of the show, is it his penis? No. Okay. <laughs> um, uh, well, they bury him in, in the desert at some point and then realize that if you don't like, like all zombie things, if you don't stab them in the brain, then they're, they continue living. Mm-hmm. So they dig him back up and have his disembodied decomposing head just laying around. So for like a couple of seasons, well, season two, because this is season three, he uh, he was just this disembodied head who kind of made like these like Ed McMahon style kind of jokes. It was just like really stupid and like dad jokes. And um, so I guess because of The Rookie, which is his new show on ABC or something like his filming schedule was not really available um to do something so minuscule mm-hmm. and he it was literally just a decomposing head so the head's way more decomposed this season and <laughs> they brought in Alan Tudyk to be the voice of the the disembodied decomposing head oh that's fun i got the biggest kick out of that's cool i like that um yeah it's uh it's a lot of fun, but at the end, like Bojack is not like I get so much out of it's probably not good for me, but I get so much like catharsis out of watching that show. Yeah. And it actually makes me think about things. This show makes me like, I don't know. I couldn't, except for knowing that that was Alan Tudyk. I, I really don't even remember what else happened in the, the, and I just watched it yesterday. So there you go. You know what's shitty about our friendship? What? Did you watch that in Georgia? Or like in Columbus? No. All that TV watching. I didn't do a whole lot either. Just hung out with the family. And Katie had a shoot on Saturday. We didn't fucking call each other. We didn't text each other. We didn't do shit together. <laughs> like, we suck. Like, we both do. It's not just you. I'm not saying you did anything wrong. I'm just saying, like, we're, we're shitty. <laughs> I'm so just was- calling it out. 
I was thinking about this today, actually. So, um, like, you had texted last week, like, I can't do it. This is going on. And I remember, like, responding. I think I was at work when I responded. Hopefully, you can tell when I'm at work, because usually my responses are, like, short and I sound like a dickhead or just like, yep, okay, whatever. Just so I'm replying to the text. Yeah. Um, and then I remember thinking when I responded, text Spencer later to make sure everything's okay. Because I knew you had planned on it not being like really. I was supposed to do like two little things. Right. And one of them was, I think most people would call a big thing, but it's something I'm pretty good at. And so it was kind of like, I'll come in, I'll do this little presentation and this couple of big presentations and then be done for a three day trip. My whole workload was supposed to be maybe for three solid work days, maybe really six hours of the whole thing. And it just, it didn't, it went sideways. And not, I didn't, nothing bad happened. I just ended up being much more involved in a lot of other things. I had a three hour meeting with my boss's boss on Monday morning to kick it all off. (laughs) So we were supposed to record Tuesday of last week. Yeah. Yeah. So I thought that on Tuesday today on the way home, all I could think about is what an asshole I am that I thought that on Tuesday and not once texted you for the whole week. It's like, why? Why did? But then, like, there's this part of my brain, and maybe more than anybody, you'll understand what I mean when I say there's this thing in my head that tells me, like, if they're not texting or calling you, they obviously don't want to hear from you, so don't bother them. That's bullshit. If, when it comes to me, it's bullshit. I just I, get distracted I know and tired. Is. I know it is. For me specifically, I know me and what happens for me is I get distracted and tired. I'm like a dog with a bone, but the bone is exhaustion. And I'm just like, oh, I could just sit here. Ezra, one, Ezra Saturday afternoon, I believe, yes, because it was nicer Saturday than it was Sunday. Um, we sat on the porch for several hours and Ezra painted and he got this car wash hot wheel set and played with the car wash hot wheel set. We didn't do much more than that. Like Kate and I just hung out, listened to some music and just watched him play. Like nothing exciting. Like we were just here. It's just, I get distracted. I don't call anybody. I don't text anybody. (laughs) I just forget. Well, and and you have texted me before, like if it's been like three or four days and you're like, Hey, how's it going? Hope everything's going okay. And I was like, I never do that. I never just text somebody and be like, hey, hope everything's going okay. Well, I, I like you. So when I went to text you this morning, because um, I just, because I, because honestly, because I thought, hey, we're podcasting tonight. Let me just say, see how he's doing in general. Because I know like our first, I knew our first thing would be the podcast with Brian. So we wouldn't kind of have any personal stuff really until after. Um, but just wanted to be like, hey, you know, everything okay? Kind of, you know, if you're having a, honestly, if things are really bad, you'll usually tell me. And then I can, in this conversation, I think the space is good for us as a dialogue, but sometimes I need to talk. Sometimes you need to talk. Sometimes we just both chit chat. Like I think tonight is going. And, um, but I wanted to like, see how you're doing. If you're having a rough time, maybe tonight it's your therapy session. You know what I mean? So that's kind of why I do that. But I saw that like March 24th. So like a week beforehand, you texted me something that I'm not going to read because it's personal. Um, but it, um, was your undying love for me. Um, but an <laughs> <laughs> explicit detail. Now I'm curious um, what it was. It was about the irony of um, conversation about custody. Does that make sense? Yeah. You know I'm saying so. Yeah. Um, so that and I like you had a really good point when you texted me. And Sunday, March 24th was when I was on the road to Memphis right. um, with my coworkers and sort of in a weird. We have a there's just there's a sort of troubled dynamic going on in my team right now. Like again, I'm good, no danger or anything like that. Just sort of awkwardness, and I was sort of in the middle of a car stuck with that. And I just just I don't know, trying to play nice and be available to the team and the group talking and stuff because of the dynamic off and I'm sort of I can be a catalyst for good or bad very strongly because I'm very connected to a lot of my team so I feel like it's my duty to be available to kind of make things a little bit easier so I'm not on my phone so much I saw your text thought holy hell that is ironic I should respond and then got distracted by something somebody said and then lost track of everything (laughs) for a week for a damn week man I forgot I texted you that 
But when I went to text you, because I don't delete my threads, because you and I don't send pictures. I only delete threads because to save space on my phone, if there's a right. lot of pictures, like Katie sends me Ezra pictures all the time. So I save the ones I want to keep, and I'll delete my thread like once every couple weeks. But yours, it's always there. So I have this glaring reminder of the last time I ignored you. <laughs> <laughs> so it's, it's all good. We both do stupid things that are not even that bad because you don't even remember that I did it. But we both think about it too much. This is why we're probably friends. Yeah, it's it, it, you're the only friend I have who doesn't give me flack for that. So I feel like I probably abuse it more than I should. But also, you're the only friend I have. And that's this is exactly why you're my best friend. Because when I tell you shit like that, you're just like, well, I don't feel that way. But I understand like that you feel that way because of whatever is, you know, Wrong I, with I, you. That's yeah. what you're about to say. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I, you know, not that I'm like, you, you know what I mean. But I do. yeah, because of my brain is stupid and it tells me shit like that all the time about my dad or my mom. Like, well, they haven't called you in two weeks. Obviously, they don't give a shit. So don't bother them. You know, I'm like, well, that's not true. <laughs> but that's what thought goes through my head when I think about it. And well, yeah. they haven't texted you, so obviously they don't have time for your nonsense. Just leave it be. So, but I, I just think we like, and we say this, and I say this from time to time. But like, I just feel like we both got to make a damn effort because, I, like, it's it makes no sense. We're here, you know. Kate, excuse me, I almost burped right into the microphone. I apologize. <laughs> um, but like, Katie, you're one of the few friends that that she equally likes and that we don't have any. So, okay. A couple of years ago, two of my friends, the one that you are, I'm not going to say names, just never listen. It's Keeler and Josh. I went to, I went to hang out with them for my birthday. Um, and this was before I turned 30. So my 29th birthday, I think. Um, I and this. Ezra was, uh, not quite one yet. <laughs> and they, um, they, with my help, because I had to agree to the beginning of my evening, got me very, very inebriated. Um, and things went wrong. <laughs> I didn't get in any trouble in terms of like the law or personal injury, but I caused a great deal of awkwardness and tension um, within my house, which was very well deserved. I'm not, I'm not one to um, take being shitted on unless I've earned being shitted on. <laughs> you know, some husbands will just be like, I oh, know I shouldn't have done it, but I'm like, Either I did, do or don't deserve the hell that I'm taking, and I, I totally earned a lot of hell, but it's now forever associated with Josh and Keeler. And while Katie does love them, there's always still an element of just a little bit of like, you remember that time, you assholes? I didn't even have a one-year-old, and I'm by myself, and you blah, 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 you know? Tiny little thing. You don't have anything like that with Katie. Like, you're totally, it's a clean-cut friendship, no drama, no issue, and so there's just no excuse <laughs> We just have. There's no reason we don't I think hang the out. Excuse is your child hates me. <laughs> he does not hate you. Damn it! <laughs> I just I, like saying that. I know you do, but I tell you, I when we left, I looked at Katie and I went, "This is going to make Logan say to me that Ezra hates him." <laughs> <laughs> and this is not his fault in this moment. It is Ezra's fault in this moment. <laughs> the kids are like that. If you catch one on the the wrong day, my yeah, but we, we've love caught me, you on more wrong been... days than I like. Well, I'm not because I'm not around that often. That's true. You know? But then, see, we could fix that. Yeah, we you could. You love being Uncle Logan, and Ezra now likes. Well, he's been to one movie. He would like. We could start doing try movie stuff with him, and you're really good at that kind of thing. I, uh, I, I love the movies. Which Shazam is great, by the way. I'm hoping to see it this weekend. It, it's, it's a good, it's a good family movie. Like yeah. if he was a little bit, there's some darker stuff in it. Yeah. So I definitely wouldn't take him. But if he was six, seven, absolutely. It's so much. It's big with superheroes. That's it. That's cool. So, I like it. I, I sidetracked that to talk about Shazam. But yeah, I you're right. I do. But that, that by that same token. There are plenty of times, and especially now that some of the uh, middle ones are in their early teens, mm -hmm. they do not want to have anything to do with me. And it's disheartening to a degree, but I can also step back and go like, 
yeah, there were certain points in time where I didn't really want to have anything to do with other people in my family either. So, you know, yeah, I don't take it personally. I do like busting your balls about it. I hate it so much. <laughs> you know I hate it, but that's okay. It's worth it just for me I know. to be an asshole about it. Such a dick. I, I take it all back. Don't text me anymore. <laughs> I'm terrible. I'm the worst friend. By the way, when can you dox it again? Um, so I was going to ask you about that. Am I remembering that you're going out of town on your birthday? Well, so no, a, a lot of stuff's happened with Katie shoots. This is actually about next week. <laughs> I was going to ask you afterwards, um, because it's creative South, the thing down in Columbus. Ah. And wanted to see if uh, we could, uh, we could pay in gas money to, to be here for a few days. Um, yeah. What days are y'all going? Well, so it's negotiable. Um, Katie's definitely going the whole time. She'll leave Wednesday and come back Sunday. Um, I can sort of leave. I may actually get it approved as a work trip to be at the festival Friday and Saturday. Um, so I'd probably leave Thursday. So basically what we're asking for is Thursday through Sunday, if possible. Mm, that might be tough. Um, so right now there's tentative plans for me to ride with someone down to Columbus Next Thursday night, pick up my car and drive straight back. What if I oh, Thursday night? Yeah. Okay. So if we had dog care Thursday night and Friday morning, could you do it Friday through Sunday? Absolutely. Then let's say that. Now I'll get my um, coworker or my aunt to take care of the dogs because they've done. We've done a couple of these weird little like when I so I got a new car. A couple weeks ago, and when we went basically overnight, I had my coworker who lives out here in Saudi let him out at night, and then my aunt let him out in the morning. And when we came home that evening of the morning, my aunt let him out. They were great, no problem. They don't tear up the house. They don't do anything. So that that works. So I can have them. I can make that happen if you can do Friday through Sunday. Yeah, absolutely. Because I would have to be Friday, and like the the problem is. The, trying to come up with a way for me to get both cars. <clears throat> so, let let me ask you this. I mean, just just because I'm just offering because I can make it work. Um, what it and this is not not this is totally not to do with you dog sitting because I this plan works for me that we just said. Um, but would it be uh, easy if easier for your life if I were just to drive the car back Sunday? Like if I rode down with Katie somehow and I drove the car down back Sunday. I mean, yeah, probably. I mean, I, I could make that. I just need to talk to Katie, but I could probably make that a solid plan like tonight. Um, yeah, let me know. Uh, I mean, it's not for sure that I'm bringing the car back. So because there's still some stuff that has to be done to it. So okay. I'm not 100% sure that it'll even be ready, in which case I'd be open to do whatever. Um but so you're open to so so we know what it looks like if you can get the car on Thursday and if somehow I can get the car then you're open for whatever. Yeah, yeah. Cool. Look at that. Look at us making plans. So what are you doing this weekend? Uh, going to Columbus. Fuck. <laughs> I was gonna. I was gonna say so. Um. So it's uh. This is not for dog sitting, but um. Katie's dad's year anniversary from the surgery that saved his life is this weekend and some of the siblings are getting together and it's sort of already been decided because I had Memphis last week and creative South next week that in the middle, cause I've had a lot of stuff going on at work too, that I could like take the weekend. And so I was going to see if we could get together, but you'll be in Columbus. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, I may plan. See, look, I just tried. I just tried. And Marie and Jacob shout out to them. Just heard me try. <laughs> uh, yeah. I have tentative plans to go see pet cemetery with my niece. Oh, that's fair. Yeah. Casey? Yeah. Nice. She's How old is she? Oh, she is. I'm, Too young to see Pet she, Cemetery? Uh, absolutely. But she's, um, it's supposed to be really scary, I've heard. 13? We saw heard. it in the theater. It's not that scary, though. I, I mean, when he comes out of that, that movie screen, that's pretty scary. It freaked like, me out. Like one moment, she, I don't know. It's not that. It's more like an adventure movie. It's like a. It's an eighties PG. 
um, but yeah, it's I'm a little that, nervous about taking her to see this. We saw a quiet place. I thought that was pretty. It was, was more intense. intense, I guess, than scary. So I don't know where this falls on the the. Is it scary or is it just tense? You know. Um, but I, I guess we're gonna find out. <laughs> well, okay. Well, let me know. I've heard it's good. Yeah, I may end up seeing uh, it because I have the AMC Movie Pass thing or whatever they call it, Stubs, yeah. which is a terrible name. Um, sounds like a dog who lost its tail in a tragic accident. Um, <laughs> and so, um, but uh, but yeah, I may be seeing Shazam, and then um, I was thinking about Pet Cemetery just because I've been hearing pretty decent reviews from South by Southwest, so I'm curious about it. Even yeah. though I'm not that interested in scary stuff. I'm more intrigued by this um, Stephen King revival, and it's working. Like, that's what intrigues me. Like, all of this stuff that... And I know a lot of people like the miniseries It and the old Pet Cemetery, and the, all of that stuff is crap. It's all crap. Remember, I, I think we talked about Children of the Corn. I watched it a few months ago and thought it was awful. Yeah. And it's when you're eight years old. Yeah, that's what passes. But if you watch it now as an adult, it's absolute crap. And no, I don't think he's William Shakespeare, but I do think he's a pretty damn good writer whose (laughs) adaptations have been almost exclusively total crap for most of his career. And to see people adapting his work and not, now there there's still the dark tower which i heard is awful and i won't watch it but like it's just it's all working for the most part and that interests me so uh you really should watch castle rock so i was as you were talking i was thinking well maybe what i can do <clears throat> is see Shazam finally watch castle rock and I also really want to, which is totally different, but very on brand for me, want to watch that show on HBO called The Young Pope with Jude Law. Because I've been on a Jude Law kick since uh, Captain Marvel. But there's not much of his I have not seen. And so that's one of the big media roles. And so I I, I want to check it out. So maybe I'll just watch those this weekend. <coughs> that's a pretty good weekend. Um, well, if you can do two seasons of blah, 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 weekend. Well, they were 20-minute 20 20 so shows. So I I watch so much stuff. <laughs> well, Katie, I got to watch um, over the past weekend. Um, we watched the first season of Killing Eve, which I know that you know I just freaking adore and think it's wonderful. I, I loved it. I, yeah, I told you I finally watched it, right? Yes, and that's the one you finally watched, but you never watched Fleabag because it made you uncomfortable. Yeah. Because yeah, you're not good with women's liberation. I understand. It's cool. It is cool. Um, <laughs> um, but no, so we watched uh, Killing Eve because I've been talking about it for a year, and the new season starts uh, next week. And so um, uh, I was, I kind of pitched it to her and said, hey, you know, We've really gotten on a track this year. 2019 is the year we watch stuff together, really. And so um, and so I was like, this is a show that I really love and I'm going to be watching. I'd love to watch it with you, but I don't know if you'll like it. And you uh, you have to watch season one because it's too much of a plot-heavy show. Um, and so we started it on Friday, only watching it in the evenings when Ezra's asleep. And Katie doesn't stay up very late to give you an idea. And we watched all episodes. We finished it yesterday. Um, and so that was actually really for the two of us based on the, our limitations, pretty impressive. Um, and she loved it. She was totally in. So she was excited to watch it. And tonight I had to break it to her that it's a weekly show and not a Netflix show. <laughs> and so she thought we were just going to get the whole thing next Monday. And she was like, right. how, how many, how many do you think we can watch a night before creative South? Do you think we could finish it? She sort of concocted this whole idea. I have the option to work from home. And she's like, you could work from home, but like really find a project that you could really get some stuff done in a day, but we could sit here and watch it and you could pay attention at the same time. And I was like, no, no, we'll get one episode <laughs> before creative South. And I felt like I'd stolen a puppy <laughs> that she loved. <laughs> That's, that's awesome, but terrible. No, I liked it though, because that's how I knew she was hooked. That she was like trying to figure out how to binge a show on a weeknight, yeah. um, and so I was I was impressed. But um, but yeah, so we're hooked on. She's hooked on that. I was already hooked, but I'm doubly hooked because 
it's fun to share stuff you like with people you like. Yeah, it really is. I, <laughs> it sounds terrible, but a lot of times I think, to, and I ended the last podcast by saying, I'm really thinking about joining a dating website. But most of the time, it's just because I sit here and think, I wish somebody was watching this with me so we could talk about it. Could you just put that on your profile? I just want to find someone to watch movies with and talk about them with. Well, it would be TV shows, not movies. But Excuse yeah. me. I, I almost exclusively watch TV shows now. Yeah, I don't understand. <laughs> Did, we, I don't care what anybody says. This is the golden age of television. No, no, it totally is. And no question about it, it totally is. There's so much content that's so much better than most of the, like, that one year I watched 370-something films or whatever it was. 200 Looney Tune shorts. No, nah, I'm, I'm just kidding. There was probably kidding. 10 Looney Tune shorts in there but and and some comedy specials, but still. <laughs> Like I get so much more enjoyment out of watching the television I watch. Now, there are the, well, I was going to say The Walking Dead's, but God, this season was so good. Um, the heard like Gotham, a thousand people died. Not a thousand, but you know what I mean? Uh, yeah, a lot of people died. It, it ended so messed up. Um, but, uh, you know, like, yeah, there's the Gotham's and the, at this point, probably arrow i don't really get a lot out of watching and i'm just kind of pot committed since it's ending next year um and a few shows like that that i'm like i don't know why i'm still watching this but mostly i put those on and then like cook while they're playing so i only catch like bits and pieces um but i mean there's just so much good television and there's so much shit that i'm still haven't watched like uh uh, what's that Russian doll? I still haven't. Oh, watched. that's very good. I did watch that. We watched that a few weeks ago. Really, really good. Yeah, you know, I I didn't watch this season of True Detective, even though the second season's horrible. But I heard so many good things. Yeah. Um, you know, it, it just there's so much good TV to watch, which is why I should just join a gym and watch TV <laughs> while I walk on the treadmill. I just found out Barry premiered last night. I had no idea. Yep. Uh, I got that's another one. I got I haven't watched any of it. So I think we're on the eighth season of King of the Hill. So we've been watching that pretty. That's been our 2019 major watch. I, it's so good. It, it really, I the only thing I don't like is that like for like 60 percent of the show, it's 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 very serialized. There's a lot of stuff that like carries over. Yeah. And then at some point they kind of just drop that completely. And it's a little bit like almost adventure of the week and they're all good, but I'm kind of like, man, I missed that connective tissue that See, they have. I, I thought it got better as it <clears throat> got further away from that. So this is what I can't figure out yet is if I just missed the connectivity, but the episodes have actually gotten stronger because it doesn't have that. I'm having like, cause they just, I watched one last night with Katie. They went to Peggy's um, childhood home, which is like a ranch. And they like saved the ranch. And Henry Winkler was like the celebrity neighbor who wasn't so going to let good. them. And like the whole thing was great. And they're talking about, they're actually talking about issues, but it's king of the, you know what I mean? Like it's like, they're t it's really smart. And I'm like, this is great. But also, like, they went to visit Peggy's mom on Thanksgiving years ago. Like that was an episode, it was the whole thing on the airport trying to get there. And like, I was like, what about that? And I realized like it doesn't matter. <laughs> so that mm -hmm. made me sad. But at the same time, it was a great episode. So I don't know. I think I'm just being too in need of serialized TV because of what I'm trained with these days. Would, I think I'm far less inclined to fall into the serialized thing with animated shows just because mm -hmm. of things like Bob's Burgers and when I used to watch Family Guy and uh, American Dad, The Simpsons, all that stuff. Yeah. But uh, – but yeah, I I did like the early seasons of King of the Hill where it felt like a continuing story, but I thought the like the the real strong episodes of the show actually happened outside of that. It's funny though because the, this is the only plot there that's really bugged the crap out of me is that there is a great episode where Bill Dotrieve falls in love with Khan's mother. Mm -hmm. I love that stuff so much. 
And I was just like, give me half a season where their relationship falls apart. <laughs> give me something. And she never is. She may show up again one day, but she has not shown up for like two or three seasons since. Yeah. It makes me very sad because Bill's so sad. He's a little love. I, I would get a little upset with the show at how much of a sad sack they would make Bill sometimes. Mm-hmm. Like the, the Christmas episode where he just like refuses to give up being Santa Claus. Oh my God, it's so dark. I, I'm just like, oh my God, man. Like I cannot, I watch that and sit, sit in my, on my couch or whatever and think, please God, don't ever let me be that person. Like I know I don't, I don't have a wife. I don't have a, a like a family family. And but please don't ever let me be that guy. You know, <laughs> like just know when the party's over and just yeah. home. <laughs> I don't think you have the ability to be that guy. Just to yeah. Yeah. Because most of the time I'm like, I don't even know if I want to go to the party. <laughs> right. <laughs> um, I also finished Umbrella Academy, which I mean, I would say you should just scrap your whole weekend and binge watch Umbrella Academy. Uh, I do um, need to watch that too. It's just here's the okay. I, I agree with you. Golden Age of TV. It's also the Ryan's buffet of TV. Yeah. It's just so much television, and I just can't keep up. Not with a child. Just can't do yeah. it. I, I mean, Deadly Class turned into a solid show that might not get a second season, so it might not matter if you ever catch up to it. But it, it actually turned into a pretty solid show. I just watched, um, it's older, it's a couple years old, but it's a miniseries called The Night Manager with Tom Hiddleston. Oh, yeah, is it good? Uh, man, I, so it's John LeCare, Care, Care, I don't know how to say his last name, but it's like the classic spy stuff, but I love that kind of thing, and I thought this was a really good version of it, despite actually what I thought was a very terrible final shot of the, of the whole miniseries. It's like a 30-second shot, and I was kind of like, well, this is really generic and bland, um, but the rest of it... Olivia Coleman's in it. She's so good and she's pregnant. And so she's got like, she's, I don't actually know. I need to look into it if she was pregnant at that time, but I feel like she's really pregnant and she has to like work that into her character. It's so good. And the guy who plays Martian Manhunter on Supergirl, he's in it. He's and so of course, good, man. And he's so good in this. And of course, Dr. House is in it. And there's a guy who um, was in, I just saw him. Oh, he's in Game of Thrones. There's a guy who plays a small character in seasons three and four of Game of Thrones who's in it. All these people are in it. And I'm just like, you're all so good at what you do. And they're just doing it. And it's a good spy story. It's good little twists and turns. But the standout for me, Tom Hiddleston is great most of the time. I think he's actually the least great in most of his Marvel performances. Um, but he's really, really good here. And the other standout is an actual another Marvel alumni alumnus, um, Elizabeth Debicki, who played the Golden Lady from Guardians of the Galaxy 2. Um, she is in it and she is so freaking good. She's basically um the main bad guy's kept woman. Um but God almighty she's so good. And uh, I really recommend it. But that's becoming my favorite kind of TV show. It's like six episodes. It's done. If they did a second season, it would almost be like a totally separate sequel because that's how it ends. Where you, if they wanted to do more, they could, but it's done. Six episodes, yeah. I'm good. And it's really, really good. So I highly recommend it. But also, as an example of my favorite kind of TV these days, I wish more things were one season. Yeah, I, I agree. Um the the binge thing probably you know ruins a lot of my attention span and all these other things but it's so much i get so much enjoyment out of like finishing a story like even if it's a serialized story generally um like the seasons have an end cuz they kind of go into it with that uh in mind you know yeah um, sometimes there's a cliffhanger, uh, but it, it generally ends that particular story. So really all you have to get is like a refresher course, the previously or last season on whatever. And then you're like, oh yeah, that's right. And then you're just back into it. So did yeah. you see the new trailer for she that came out today? I think <laughs> no, um, I, no. I'm 
so excited for that. I can't stand it. It's what, two weeks away? It's very close. Yeah, it's this month. Uh, it's ridiculously good. It's better than any like cartoon like that has any right to be. I completely agree. I also think you should be watching Troll Hunters, but that's just my thing. I think I think DreamWorks is doing really cool things on Netflix cartoon shows. It's really surprising and impressive. Yeah, I I need to I see I tend to stray or get you know not so invested in the CGI type of things. This is what I would say. So Shira, I think, has a um, a below the surface focus, a thematic focus on gender roles, gender norms, and sort of sexuality in, in terms of um, the fluidity of that in a way, um, which is not the show is very not about. It's not like I don't want anyone listening to think she was like a dirty show. It's not like a like a teenagers having sex show, but there's a lot of stuff just sort of like Steven Universe is a and ends up having become this trans narrative that I didn't understand until it sort of culminated in the last couple of episodes that's done. And it's, it's just sort of some underlying thematic stuff and is exploring them in a very mature way in a very exciting, fantastical adventure story coding, you know, um, I think troll hunters is doing more of a nationality and race conversation with what they're doing. Um, but it's all sort of under the surface and it's, so it's fun adventure, lots of mythology, good action. Anton Yelchin is great. Um, and, and the, the voice acting, he only didn't get to do a few episodes and the guy who was in who speed racer, whose name I can't remember right now. Um, what the hell is that guy's name? Who played speed racer? You know what I'm talking about? Yeah. Yeah. He, he does like the last like two episodes or so, two or three episodes of the show, finishing out the Yelchin role. Um, but he kind of he tries to act more towards the Yelchin register. Um, but it's, I don't know, man. I think that the stuff you like. Emil Hirsch. Sorry. Emil Hirsch. I think I got it wrong on Steven, but I can see why. I think Troll Hunters is something that's talking about stuff you'd be interested in in a way you'd be interested in. I think I just wanted you to like Steven because I like Steven. <laughs> and I, I, I watched a couple of episodes and it's not like when everybody kept telling me to watch Rick and Morty and I watched two episodes and was like, can't do it. I don't get this at all. Like I understand why you think it's funny and yeah, I'm sure like these jokes build on each other. And by the time I get to season three, I'm like, Oh yeah, that's funny. But I'm not, I'm not watching three seasons of this. Like, yeah, no, I'm just not going to do it. Steven universe. I watched a couple of episodes and was like, I completely get it. It's just not pulling me in. Yeah. At all. Like there wasn't anything that turned me off, but at some point it would have been a show that like, uh, like Teen Titans go where like, Oh, I'm making breakfast. It's Saturday morning. Put on a cartoon, put on Teen Titans go. Cause like, I don't really care what happens on that show. <laughs> I've made peace with it. I'm not upset about it. But I do, and I'm going to continue to push for Troll Hunters for you because I do think you would enjoy. I understand the CGI disconnect because I had the same feelings. But the more it goes into it, it's actually pretty good animation. Like it's surprisingly good for a TV show. Um, and so I, I don't know, especially one that's on Netflix, that's going to have less of a market share on toys and whatever else. You know, um, I just think that uh, I think you would be impressed with it with time. It's also got great voice talent. Frasier's on it, playing a basically Frasier the Troll. Yeah, I've seen the, like, I've dug into the credits and been like, yeah, I should watch that. And I just, I'll add it to my, I actually went in last weekend and cleaned up my entire Netflix queue. I should do that. And put, like, went and started adding stuff to it based on, like, is this something I will come back to, like, The Office or Parks and Rec? or scrubs or something like that. Uh, or is this something I, I fully intend to watch at some point? I took off almost every movie because I'm like, I, I put this stuff on there and then I never get around to watching it. So, and honestly, it's fairly easy to get, to get your eyes on a movie, no matter where it it's streaming. So like if it's available, if it's, relatively popular our own netflix or what like you can find it so like well if i want to watch the movie then i'll find the movie but it's the tv shows where i always get lost i'm like 
oh yeah, I wanted to watch that, and then I forget all about them. So I did that for Netflix and for Hulu. Went in just cleaned up everything. So that was a fun little experiment. I should do. I thought I've had. I've had, you know, real saucy fantasy of just going in and deleting all of my queue and then starting over fresh. Yeah. It's kind of. But like not intentionally, like not add anything once I delete it, just like give myself a week and then can add stuff as I see things that interest me. Yeah. Yeah, It's 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 fun. Kind of just letting that stuff go. I feel Netflix pressure all the time. That's why I like going into Hulu and Amazon more. Yeah. Um, but yeah, it is. It's like there used to be TV off season. Like I know people like the summer younger than us don't understand that. But like I'm looking at my because I have an app that keeps track of all the things I'm watching and I check whether I watched it or not. But so Happy just started back up. Mm-hmm. Um, Which I gotta watch. I think the first season is on Netflix, isn't it? It is. It's okay. so good. Uh, what we do in the shadows just started, which I oh god, I gotta watch that. Um, Legends of Tomorrow comes back to or is back as of right now. The last OG on TBS comes back tomorrow, which is a phenomenal show. Um, see, uh, Cloak and Dagger starts back up, which was pretty solid by the time we got to the end of the first season. Uh, AP Bio just started back up, which is fantastic. Um, the Chilling Adventures of Sabrina, uh, season two, I think is. See, I really want to watch that show. It's on Netflix this weekend. Season uh, two of The Tick starts on Amazon this weekend. Can't wait for that. That's see, I'll damn it, I'm gonna prioritize that now. That's what's gonna happen. I'm gonna watch that. <laughs> Killing Eve is in six days. Season yeah. two starts back up. Um, and that's, that's this week, not to mention all the other stuff I already watch, which I, did I give you my DC universe login? Yeah, but I never logged into it. I've got it, but so I just never logged into it. The app is available on Firestick. Yes. So makes it easier to watch stuff. Doom Patrol is phenomenal. I've heard, I've heard. I, I think it, everybody's talking about, uh, uh, whatchamacallit on Netflix that I was Umbrella Academy. Mm-hmm. I think Doom Patrol might wind up being the better show. It's just a little more juvenile because of all the swearing, which still I don't get why it's just like, oh, we're on a streaming service. Let's say fuck a lot. <laughs> right. But it's still the the like subject matter and the places it goes. It, it's so bizarre and so freaking good. Um, yeah, I, when there's no, no, there's not enough time to watch all this stuff. (laughs) No, I'm, I agree. I agree. It's, it's a, um, is coming back in like three weeks. I still haven't seen season one. (laughs) Yeah, no, I haven't seen that either. And I heard it was so good. I did, but I, I just don't have, I watched Karate Kid when I was little and I liked it then, but I have no real, um, investment and going back to that world so i just decided never yeah she rose 25 days so so three three and a half good gives me some time to watch one of these things we're talking about on top of that my wife wants to watch the sopranos oh my god and i fucking love the sopranos so when she said it i was like tug at my heartstrings yes please but good jesus had so many seasons of a show and it's been a, but I want to rewatch it. But I also, and fucking Deadwood has the movie coming out in May, so I want to yeah. rewatch Deadwood. I've only ever seen season one. I like by the time I watched season one, they had announced the cancellation of the show, so I was just like, "Well, fuck this! I'm not watching the rest of it." So I don't know what season it's in, but did you get to like the um the kidney stone? I don't think so. Oh yeah, you'd know if you had seen it. Okay, yeah, it has the most cringy seat like. I don't. I, it feels like it took thirty minutes to pass that stone, but there's a scene where it's basically what it would be like to pass a kidney stone in the Wild West. And oh my! To this day, as I'm talking about it, my not to get too grotesque, but my nether regions are tingling in fear, <laughs> thinking about that scene. It's like, but it's a, such a good show. Wish I never had one of them. <laughs> but like, not you, the kidney stone. <laughs> 
No, no, no. It very much so. It's like, um, um, can I just like uh, stop those from happening for sure? Like, how do I guarantee that doesn't happen? Um, but either way, but that show just has I have a visceral reaction to how good, both good and intense that show was. So I can't wait for the movie. Um, but and I can now like I can get credit on Letterbox for a TV show, <laughs> which is one of the benefits of the Night Manager and the Young Pope because they're miniseries. It's so weird to me that they count miniseries. Miniseries directed and written by all the same people. That's how they do it. So it's a single vision, long form film. That's how they justify it. Okay. And I can get behind it because it does feel like the Night Manager feels like a six hour movie. Oh, Mr. Robot should count. As... I, I actually agree, except the season one, though, right? This is not all S-Mail in season one, right? Right. Uh -oh. And we just finished watching season well, well, we got the finale left, but been almost finished watching season two. And anybody that bailed on season two was like, well, show's turned to crap. They're fucking morons. Season two is much better, I think, than season one. Like as a whole, it's far more cohesive than season one was. So, but that's my opinion. And you're sticking to it. I mean, I, I do have. You know, I was the, or not I, we were the first Mr. Robot podcast. You so. were? <laughs> um, never take that away from us. Never. Never say die. Um, so, are you excited about Rocket Man? at least? No. Damn. Are you excited about any non-Marvel movie or Star Wars movie? You're more excited. No, no, let me. I don't care. Scratch that question. I don't care. Are you more excited for the Mandalorian than you are any other Star Wars movies? Probably. Damn. You've gone full TV. I mean, it's. I can't wait for Disney to launch this app, man. <laughs> oh no, I know. I'm actually with you on that. I'm like, dear Lord, Overseer Disney. <laughs> Take my money and give me the Mandalorian, please. I mean, I'm I'm so intrigued. Considering how well they've done Doom Patrol, like Swamp Thing is coming, and yep. Doom Patrol very much feels like I I would have I would have bet you money you could never capture what it's like to read a Grant Morrison prose or comic or whatever to film. But holy shit, does Doom Patrol do it? And so now I'm like, oh my god, are they going to be able to actually? translate something Alan Moore wrote to film or television and have it not be shitty, which I've I guess ever, V for Vendetta is pretty good. I've only ever read limited Swamp Thing until recently because he is a main character in Justice League Dark, which is one of my very favorite series I'm reading right now. Um, and now I can see, because it's a very weird series, and I can see like how bizarre it could be. I really want to read the Alan Moore Swamp thing, but I'm now very curious about the show because of that. <laughs> there's some, uh, there's a really good Alan Moore issue of the Swamp thing where <sighs> I think it like Abby for some reason goes to Gotham and somehow winds up in prison and it pisses Swamp thing off. So basically he just shows up in Gotham and turns the whole thing into like a, uh, like a swamp. And this is like, don't fuck with me. Release my girlfriend and I'll leave you alone. And like Batman is just like, oh, <laughs> I guess let his girlfriend go. <laughs> like, I don't know what to do. I can't stop this guy. Um, I got it. Alan, Alan Moore's one thing is really, really good, but it's very dense. I so, believe that but, everything in Alan Moore back then, especially. Yeah, was very dense. Uh, some of his superhero work I don't think is as dense as people like to pretend it is. <laughs> but uh, but Swamp Thing definitely is was him like getting getting away with something mm -hmm. <laughs> where you're like, I can't believe almost like Sandman where you're like, I can't believe this was getting published and people were actually reading it because this does not feel like anything that the people that you currently see in a uh, comic book store would read at all. Yeah, yeah, no, I'm, I understand that. I get it. Mm. I had to listen to a guy talk about. Oh no, what was the line? The line was, 
So the comic book store I go to, they have a a case. It's like a sort of like an old fashioned like books a million comic book shelf. It's sort of it's kind of maybe a foot deep, but it's got all these different racks that have a clear plastic liner in them, so you can see through the covers through each shelf as it goes up. I don't think I'm describing it well, but either way. Each row was a different employee's graphic novel picks of the month, basically. And so the 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 female, the one female employee had a row of stuff. And she has pretty good taste, I think. And, and she's always asked her what she thinks about stuff over the other guys. Um, but one of her books was the, the first volume of Sex Criminals, which I've read. I thought it was really entertaining. I've never read any more of it. Um, but this guy was commenting on the fact that to her that she chose that by using words like kinky and sexy and dirty and like i hate men in comic book stores <laughs> that's my whole point of the story it was awful now i i don't i i know enough of it but i haven't actually read it like i've just read about it that's not really what it's about right i mean at most it's like uh like a yeah, no, it's just not. I mean, it is a part of it is you can only pause time if you're climaxing, but that's sort of just the hook, you know? Right. And so, but yeah, but it was just, but he couldn't get past the fact it had the word sex in it, and he probably knew the subject matter to some degree, and he just had to really. So I don't know why I'm talking about this. I just remember this standing out as a, <laughs> and it bothered me, and I meant to tell you about this. I have a lot of comic book stories where I go. I got to tell Logan about that. So here's one. And it annoyed me. You should text him. Too. I text my, my stuff. I texted you. I, I was, I want to say last week, but it's probably the week before that. Um, about, I was at uh second. It was, I think it was after I saw you at second and Charles. I, when I went back in second. Uh, yeah. Ryan's got me thinking second and Charles McKay's. I went back inside and was going to like look to the comic books for a minute and there was this, it was so great. There was a 65-year-old lady. I say 65. She might have oh, been yeah. not that old. Who's looking at comics with what I assume is her granddaughter. And her granddaughter picks up an issue of Ghost Rider. And she's like, oh, Ghost Rider. And they start talking about Ghost Rider. I was like, that is awesome. And then this is going to make me sound like that other dude at the comic book store. But then this like really cute girl with a pixie haircut and very, you, you know, trendy your, or whatever your manic pixie dream girl yeah uh with her her you know needs to eat a sandwich boyfriend uh <laughs> <laughs> picks up an issue of captain america and says very very loudly how she doesn't like captain america because he's just a propaganda machine and i think i tweeted like and she can just go fuck off because like i don't think you i think you missed the point <laughs> yes i agree so, <laughs> like, I want to hang out with the 65-year-old lady who's like, ooh, Ghost Rider. And this 23-year-old chick who's like, Captain America is just propaganda. I'm like, I'm not advocating for punching women, but oh my god, I wanted to hit her. <laughs> like, no, that's not the point. <laughs> the point is he's used for that. Like, did you watch the fucking movie? That's the whole point. <laughs> The name of this episode should be "That's Not the Point," because <laughs> we have no point. But that's yeah. not the point. Um, point is, there's a lot of good television, and there's about to be a lot more good television. So, but there's be, also a lot of good superhero stuff going on in the movies, which is the one thing that'll get your back. Now that How yeah. to Train Your Dragon is done, yeah. Um, no, I think there's probably other. I mean, I'm going to see Pet Cemetery. I mean, granted, I wouldn't be going to see it if, if a 13 year old kid wasn't like, can we go see Pet Cemetery? And I'm like, sure, this can't go bad. <laughs> um, so Katie and I have been watching the Marvel movies. We've watched because this since Captain Marvel, she really she stuck with it. Um, and she's seen the the second Guardians movie finally. And she's watched. Um, Does she think it's better than the first one? Um, I don't know. I did on my rewatch. I really, really awesome. loved it. Converted. <laughs> like no, be uh, t- seriously. I when 
Yandu makes his decision, or when we know it's coming, I got super emotional. Yes. And then his funeral, I got super emotional again. And I just like, oh, but yeah. And, and so, um, but no, I really, really connected with it so much more than on this rewatch. Um, and so, but yeah, but she all, Katie also liked it a lot. I think she, I, I feel like she told me she liked it more than the first one, but at the same time, she didn't remember the first one as much because we haven't seen it since the, she hadn't seen it since the theater. So I think that was sort of her, like, with the caveat of I'm not positive, but I think I like this more. Um, she loved the Ant-Man movies. We watched both of those. Awesome. Um, and we, I, I think we both liked the second one better. Um but but either way, enjoying both of them very much. So Ant Man is is definitely her favorite. I think I think she has a secret crush on Paul Rudd. Um, doesn't. Um, and so what else was that that we hadn't seen that we've watched? We're going to start the Captain America movies probably this week because Captain America is one that she has the gut reaction of like, there's just nothing to him. Like, that's her feeling, but it's mostly because of the girls on her Facebook feed who love Chris Evans have sort of ruined the idea of Captain America to her. And the fact that she's only seen him in, like, Avengers um, uh, Infinity War. And she's only seen him, like, in these little bit things in, like, the Spider-Man Homecoming cameo with the video thing. Little things, not where he's got to, like, be Steve. And so she saw the Avengers, the first Avengers movie, but that was years ago, and she fell asleep through like 30 minutes of it. And so she just doesn't have a huge connection to the character. So she decided that in in advance of Endgame, um, she's going to watch the three Cap movies to sort of round out her viewing. So in the end, she will not have seen Age of Ultron and Iron Man 2 and The Incredible Hulk. Um, but at some point or another, she will have seen everything else. Mm-hmm. Uh, if you, there were three movies you were going to skip, I'd say probably safe to skip both. Oh, we're I also soft spot for Iron Man two, but it's we're like, also going to skip Iron Man three. You're wrong. I, now, now, hold on, hold on, hold on. And now I told her that that movie is great, but in terms of plot for Endgame, we're oh, probably okay. okay without watching it. And yeah. that was the big thing: is what's the minimum we could watch to get us caught up to Endgame? Because yeah. she's going to Endgame Thursday night. You coming? Uh, yeah. The answer is yes. <laughs> the answer is I don't care how tired you'll be on Friday. You're coming to the movie. What? What? That's the twenty sixth, fifth, twenty fifth. Okay. So, so to answer your question, I did find a couple of movies that aren't. No, you're coming to Avengers. Did you commit to Avengers? Yeah. I think you have. Yes, 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 yes. Okay. I found a couple of movies that aren't superhero related that. I'm looking forward to. Is one of them Star Wars? No. Okay. Not superhero, not Star Wars. Okay. <laughs> the more I see the Pokemon Detective Pikachu trailer. That looks really fun. The more I'm like, this movie's going to be amazing. Yeah, yeah, I'm excited for that too. Surprisingly excited. And also, I <laughs> do you think it's okay for me to not see John Wick 2 and go see John Wick 3? <laughs> I mean, I think all you really need to know is now all the assassins want to kill John Wick. Boom, you're caught up. Because I, I think I even texted you this. Jason Manzukis is in John Wick 3, and I love that dude. No, I think, what's his dirty Rafi? Is that his name for yeah, the league? Yeah, And um, also Brightburn, but I guess technically that's a superhero movie. So. Yeah. Um. No, 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 I think you can skip it. I think you shouldn't because it's a fantastic action movie, but I think plot-wise, yeah, no problem. I really just want to see uh, Manzukis be... The TikTok man. Yeah, like, he's done... You don't watch uh, Brooklyn Nine-Nine, do you? No, I've, watched, I've probably watched six seasons of it. So I've seen him. Oh, okay. He was What's-His-Face's so, fiancé, yeah. or husband, or whatever. So you've seen him do, like, the crazy, like, edgy kind of... But he's still playing it for humor. Mm-hmm. And... I kind of just hope that this none of this is played for laughs, that he's just this evil, wicked dude, because I want to see him like break through the oh, like, oh, yeah, he's the guy that's kind of an asshole and, you know, a jerk. And but he's really funny and he doesn't really understand he's doing anything wrong. Like, I, I want to see him break through that. Oh. Also, once upon a time in Hollywood. 
Although that poster is terrible. The trailer's not very good either. I didn't watch the trailer. I was like, well, I'll probably go see it anyway. So I'll just skip the trailer. Yeah, it's probably the best bet. I mean, of course, I needed to see, you know, 90 seconds of it, but of the movie. But yeah, it's it's a poor. I don't think Sony knows what to do with Quentin Tarantino personally. Uh, it's so sad because he could be. Uh, I don't know. I, I think he kind of lost his way when he lost his editor, unfortunately. No, I, I, I don't. I, Hateful Eight would be an argument in favor of that thought process. But my biggest thing is like, I just think that a studio, they, they wanted him so bad to have Tarantino that they also like don't know how to, he needs a collaborator. And yeah. I don't think like, I, I'm not trying to like lift up the name of Weinstein into the world and say he's great or anything, but there's, he, he was a collaborator and he had someone. And if anyone's going to bust down a personality like Tarantino, it would be an asshole like Harvey Weinstein, you know? Yep. And, and so you need someone to check that ego because he's definitely got a gigantic ego. And, uh, and I can't imagine not having one with the career that he has had. Um, and, and so I, I think you need to check in a balance. And I think, Unfortunately, he's sort of on that Stephen King, every book is 1,200 pages kick. And so I'm curious to see what this is like, because it sort of looks like a weird all-over-the-place comedy. And I'm not sure if I like the idea of that. <laughs> Remember we'll when he was rumored to be doing Star Trek? Still in the ether, man. <laughs> if that happens, it will be amazing. <laughs> it's, like, uh, it's like Adam... Kautzer said it's like a, potentially his 10th and final movie will be his Star Trek that he's wanted to make since he was a kid and then he's done that that would be a hell of a an end statement like here's my Star Trek peace bitches <laughs> but just so that Marie doesn't lo- leave us because Marie hates this idea with a bloody passion and so uh, so out of respect for her I'll say I hope it doesn't happen wink wink I, I will get behind i think it's an absolutely terrible idea but i'm also okay with watching something terrible like get birthed and just being like yeah i told you it was gonna be terrible (laughs) (laughs) i'm fully okay with watching the train wreck so well dude i'm exhausted me too my laptop tells me it's almost 11 o'clock it's almost 10 but how how do I fix that? What time does it say it is now? Ten fifty. Well, mine says nine fifty eight, so it's not only an hour, but it's eight minutes off. I don't know, man. I think you restart it. See what happens when you restart it. Yeah, it's, I probably haven't restarted it in like three months. So yeah, maybe I should do that. Mm. Well, sir, it's been fun. Yeah, it was a long night of podcasting. Yeah, we'll do one next week, one or the other. Don't care which. <laughs> okay. How about that? That's fine with me. I probably won't get around to watching the movie. So. Cool, then we'll do this one. <laughs> Sounds like a plan. All right, man. I'll talk to you about your uh, car, but uh, we'll figure that out, and we'll make next week happen one way or the other. Sounds good. All right, man. Have a good night. And everybody out there, thanks for listening. Have a better tomorrow. Bye, everybody. Bye.